Huber in the morning. It is time. Have you noticed? What time? time? Have you noticed that it's time? What time? I don't know. It's time for Weird News with Huber. Oh, yeah. Weird News. With who? Uh, Hubert? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's just as, like, why not call me Thuber? Why put the T on the end? Why, why did we just give my name a T? Yeah, like, I've never been blessed with a better name since hanging out with you guys, because you get Hubert. Mm-hmm. Social goddess Alex Way gets Alec, Alec a yeah. lot. Uh-huh. But Steve, or N-Dub, doesn't get confused all that often. Every time I think I got it bad, I think of my buddy, a brother from another station over there. Hey, Kurt. <laughs> hey, man. That, that poor dude has had a T on the end of his name much longer than I have. So. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Um, you know what's? Uh, you know what I don't like a lot? What's up? Rich people. Yeah, because <laughs> we're not. I genuinely don't like them. If and you I, were, I've if, always said I'd be such a better rich person than all these other rich people out there. You would now. <laughs> you right. wouldn't if you were privileged from Had birth. I been Silver Spoon the whole time, you're probably right. And let me tell you, old W.K. Kellogg CEO Gary Pilenik is in some hot water. Yep. His cost-saving suggestion of eating cereal for dinner has yet to win over consumers who are feeling the strain of grocery prices. Pilenik? Pilnik? I think it's Pilnik, right? You call him Mr. P? Yeah. He posed buying cereal for dinner to save money on groceries. In an appearance on CNBC's Squawk on the Street, which, you know, my uh, life revolves around catching up on the episodes of Squawk on the Street. CBS Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And this. And Squawk on the Street. I got my Squawk on the Street t-shirt. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> he was responding to a question regarding how high food prices are and how more than 11% of disposable consumer income goes towards purchasing it. According to the most recent data available at the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and the internet lost it here, just in case you don't believe us, is a clip of this wonderful human being saying this, giving us this wonderful information. Here we go. Some of the things that we're doing is first messaging. we got to reach the consumer where they are. So we're advertising about cereal for dinner. If you think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. <laughs> the price of a bowl of cereal with, with milk and with fruit is less than a dollar. So you can imagine why a consumer under pressure might find that to be a good place to go. What a jerk face. <laughs> the problem is he's not wrong, but I know. he can't say it. He, I can say it. Right. He can't. Right. It's like me saying, hey, everybody who's out there is in the same boat as I am who can't find their ADHD medication and is really suffering. Listen to Huber in the morning. It'll make you smile and you won't even need your medicine. Right. <laughs> it's a quick cure for everything that ails you. Ails you. 6 to 10 a.m. on the bay and you're good to go for the day. Your therapist says you're depressed. <laughs> I just believe you're not taking in enough Huber in the morning. That's all you need. More Huber in the morning every day. Hey, what does it cost you to listen to Huber in the morning? Next to nothing. <laughs> no copay. You don't need an insurance card. Just listen to Huber in the morning and you're cured. Problem is, right, that on Monday I spent one hundred dollars on all that cereal and stuff on groceries. Oh yeah. And I've done prepped most of the week, and I have one slab of salmon left right. and a half a bag of uh potatoes. Hey, let me tell you, yesterday I dropped four, fifteen dollars on grapes. 
Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that in 10. $15 on grapes yesterday. You're like the worst type of person now flaunting your addiction for likes on social media. And we will discuss that at 810. But I cannot imagine what it's like for you and your wife to feed a family of four. It was $140 yesterday. I got grapes, cucumbers, lettuce, peppers, and I think that's it. Oh, I think I got chicken breast, too. It was $140. Oh, my God. And will I have that food left by Monday? Nope. Nope, I won't. Yeah, I I mean, so your family sucks in the way that you cannot meal prep for them all that much. Right. Because they eat the same thing over Over, and over. Over and over and over. So you're always cooking two (laughs) meals because you're not eating red peppers and ketchup. You're not eating a salad with balsamic vinaigrette. Uh, Not every night. It's something I enjoy, but no, not every night. Right. So what did you have for dinner last night? I had the leftover cabbage, ham, and potatoes that I had made late last week. It was the last day of that, and I got rid of that. And um, I had made a Indian-style butter chicken, um, but that's what everybody else had. I was I was the trash compactor. I was finishing up the stuff that was about to get bad because I'm gross and don't care. Yes, the, uh, <laughs> last night was the first night of a game night since I've had uh, my fatty liver landing. With them, or you- I did. Okay, I did. So a little after six, I had one soft taco mm-hmm. with lettuce mm-hmm. and some shredded cheese, but I did go ham on some Tostitos nacho cheese. Yeah, it God was the first you. time I've eaten anything heavy in a couple weeks. Let so. me tell you, moderation is the key. You've been doing a great job. Don't make that the well. Now I've had nacho cheese. I'm going to crack open a Mountain Dew. As long as you don't do that, you'll be all right. Yeah, it was it was nice to live a normal life. Uh-huh. But before I was reading labels, cereal for dinner was a great thing, especially on Tuesdays when my wife was on a bingo and I didn't want to spend a lot of money. Right, a box of Frosted Flakes gets me like five or six meals. I'm pretty happy with that. And I'm telling you, a lot of people checking in here at four ten five eight four one hundred point seven. I know a ton of people do breakfast for dinner. It's like a big thing. But that's that is your decision. This guy is telling you, "Hey, poor folk, come eat my product. Make me richer because you're poor." That's what people hate about this. Yeah, when he's going to leave on a golden jet ski right. as he just rides off into a distance. I don't know why it has spinners on it. But he's like, "Enjoy your frosted flakes. They're great." This trend continues. The status symbol drinking vessel. Um, The last in a long line, right? The most current in a long line. No doubt not the last. Yes. What do you think the first one was? Was it the... um, It was the clear plastic bottle, right? I can't think of what it's called right now. I even had one. And that was... To make the people in your office believe that you were going mountain climbing. Right. It had after the, work. It had the big lid that screwed on and the lid was connected to the bottle. Why can't I think of what it's called? I even have one. It's N A L G Nalgin. Nalgin. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wasn't gonna I it butcher was, enough words that wasn't gonna be one of them. The Nalgin really kicked it off. There was swell in there somewhere. There was obviously Yeti. There's been a handful of these status symbol drinking vessels. And then there's a new one Target is started and now it's creeping into wherever you can buy a Cutting drink. into the Stanley market? A little bit. It's uh like Awala. It's like A-W-A-L-A. Seen it. Yes. And it's the, it's the tri-colored bottles and stuff like that. Pretty cool. And the, what I like about that is it has a straw built in 
but the straw function will go away if you just wanted to take a drink. There was one in the middle there, too, that was, like, clear and had, like, sometimes sewn patterns inside of it. Or, like, I have one that's got Washington Capitol stuff inside of it. I can't think of what that was called either. But there was another one there for a while. Yeah, it was like, here's this uh, crappy plastic thing that we put a patch of the Orioles in there. We'll sell it for $35. Can't remember what those were called. But it's been a long time coming. Now... The Stanleys have gone the Beanie Baby route. There's no doubt they could keep up with demand if they wanted to. But I yeah. think they're doing the Beanie Baby thing where you pretend like it's hard to get so it stays in the news a little bit longer. Um, and because they're so hard to get and so many people have the desire to be cool even if they're not or they can't afford them, you can now on social media buy yourself a selfie with somebody else's Stanley Tumblr to make it look like you have one. Correct. What <laughs> is going on? And Tervis, uh, it says Jane from Sparks. Tervis is the one I'm talking about, the clear one. Yep. What is going on? I How mean, desperate so- do you have to be to pay to take a picture with a drinking cup? All has to do with social media, man. You don't want to be the only housewife on the block that doesn't have a picture with the sparkly Starbucks Stanley. This is insane. (laughs) You have a picture here of the advertisement. Don't feel left out. Come take a selfie for your social media and feel part of the action. Location will be disclosed soon. $20 for the pink cup, $10 for the white cup. You can take a selfie with a Stanley. Kind of like selfies with Santa. The person had to describe what it meant. Like, this isn't such a weird stretch. You go pay for a picture with Santa. Why not pay for a picture with with a a Stanley? A cup. But here's what I like the best about the photo. The dude is rocking the classic Dwayne The Rock Johnson look t-shirt with a turtleneck with gold chain hanging on the outside. And is holding the Stanley with gloves, I guess, as not to get his finger oils on the precious cargo. This picture (laughs) could be on Instagram or on the dark web holding a liver that I desperately need. (laughs) This guy definitely has an organ in a cooler behind him. (laughs) Do you want to take a picture with this Stanley or would you like a fresh pair of eyes? And betwixt the black gloves... And the blue turtleneck with the gold chain outside of it, he made sure his gold watch was poking out, too. Right. We're making (laughs) Stanley selfie money now. (laughs) Oh, it's amazing. And in the photo is the red or pinkish red Stanley with the white logo and the white Stanley with the pinkish red logo. Probably the two most popular of the Stanley Cups right now, I'm assuming. Yes. 410-584. One zero zero seven. Would you do this? And I'm not even saying with the Stanley. Is there something else that's so desirable that you would pay to take a selfie with it as if you owned it? Now, you have seen this potentially like on the streets before. You'll see a Ferrari parked there and somebody will come and stand next to the Ferrari and have somebody take a picture of them in front of it. Right. But that's already there. And it's a, you know, quarter million, half a million, million dollar thing. Not a thing that you can buy at Target tomorrow. Yeah, but the, but these are the limited edition ones that are going <laughs> close to $1,000. So crazy. Well, you know whose fault this is, right? 
David. If David just would just go into that stupid job and look at his stupid boss and his stupid face and ask for a raise, I wouldn't have to pay people to keep up with the Joneses. I'm sitting here with this slate gray Stanley that somebody bought me for Christmas. What a crappy Santa and a crappy gift. But now I got to pay this stranger in a gold chain to go meet him in a park. Dig a picture on a bench just so I can keep up with Susan down the block. Because she has all the Stanley, David. Every color of the rainbow. Pink, 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 and pink. It's like Skittles when I open up those cabinets, David. A little disturbed by something we read in our uh, prep services about Wendy's. And it's been a developing story. It's already taken a few twists and turns uh, since it happened. I have been on record numerous times as saying the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger is the best value in all of fast food. It is. But maybe if you ordered it at like 11.30 p.m., Wendy's was ready to jack that price up based on demand. Yeah. And we were not thrilled about that. So did you want to set the stage? You know what? I was thinking about that just right now. And I don't know why I didn't do it. Um, Basically just... Well, you're angry. Stupidity. Yeah, I think maybe I was blinded by uh, my anger for this. Here we go. It's time for Weird News in the World of Food with Humor on 100.7 The Bay. As we were discussing, you may have seen news stories this week suggesting that Wendy's was ready to implement a practice known as surge pricing, which is when companies increase the price of products and services in real time as demand goes up. If you've ever tried to leave Fells Point between 1130 and 1230 in, the, in an Uber and seen that it costs four times what it costs you to get down there earlier that evening. Yep. That's what we're talking about. That happened to me one time. I left James Joyce and I'm down there at the bottom of President Street and I order an Uber and it was like $147 to get me back to the greater Kingsville area. Oh and I was God. like, eh, eh, what am I going to do? So I'm standing next to these people and they see me staring at my phone. I guess they watched my jaw hit the ground and they're like, look, just chill out here with us in the lobby. 15 minutes from now, it'll be half that price. And I had no other choice but to heed their warning and do what they suggested. And they were right. Really? I just, every like three to five minutes, it ticked down and down and down and down. Because us olds, us responsible olds, we don't stay till 1.30. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're out of there 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Well, you've also told me the story where you've walked out of the high-priced area to yeah. get to a lower-priced. Yeah, sometimes if you scooter you, scoot. you know, a couple blocks away, you can save yourself a lot of money. What are you doing? Scooting to a better price? Well, the hubbub came in response to comments made by Kirk Tanner, the fast food chain's president and CEO, during a February 15th earnings call. And first of all, I don't want anybody with the last name of Tanner running Wendy's anymore. If it's not part of the Thomas family, right? R.I.P. Dave, or just lie. Right. And Kirk say, Thomas. yeah, nobody's going to know. <laughs> I'm never looking that up. That's like calling the family dog, <laughs> like, Scruffy Four. Right. It's fine. I am believing it with everything in my being if I see his name is Kirk Tanner Thomas. <laughs> Beginning as early as 2025, we will begin testing more enhanced features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings, he said. But after the news outlets ran the stories warning that Wendy's was planning to hike prices during the busier times today, company executives tried to better explain what old Tanner Thomas meant. 
And they did not do that. They tried to backpedal is what they tried to do. Yeah. To clarify, quote, Wendy's will not implement surge pricing, which is the practice of raising prices when demand is highest. Wendy's vice president, they had to call Heidi in. Old Heidi Shower had to come in and save the day. Old Tanner Thomas done messed up. Tanner, get in here. <laughs> Heidi, Heidi Shower is like Mr. Wolf in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Tanner Thomas done messed up again. Call Heidi. <laughs> so Heidi comes in to save the day and emails NPR. Because if you're going to discuss the things that happen at Wendy's, Definitely the NPR audience is where you got to start. That was the that was the that was the outlet they were giving all the credit That's to. That's right. NPR is where the Wendy's loyal gets all of their entertainment. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Just high in the Dave singles game. <laughs> That's like if Little Wayne wanted to release a new album and he called us. <laughs> if he wanted to be good, he called us. Missing the mark there. Um we didn't use that phrase, nor do we plan to implement that practice, old Heidi said. Wendy's didn't provide many additional details, but it did say in a separate statement that the digital menus could allow the company to offer discounts to customers during slower times of day. So they basically spun it from, we're going to charge you more, to no, 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 we meant we're going to charge you less. Yeah. Right, of course. So let's take us kind of talking about this for two days. Uh-huh. You've been saying search. I've been saying dynamic. Yeah. To the public, that means the same thing. Right. They're doing the under pressure argument with this particular. Dan, 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 dan. Right. That's not what my <laughs> song said. I will tell you, um, there is a bar in town, and I don't know if they still do it. The name of the bar was called Smaltimore, and maybe it's still there. I apologize if it is, and I'm saying it past tense. And they did this years and years ago. If you were in there and everybody in the bar was ordering Natty Bo, the price of Natty Bo would go up and up and up and up as more people ordered it. Maddening, right? But you could also watch Stella or a good IPA's price drop and drop and drop and drop. And then all of a sudden, you're seeing a 9% IPA be like a dollar for a pint. And you're like, well, now I want that. And then as you and your four friends ordered it, the next round, the price would go back up and up and up. And it was ridiculous. And it was just fun to watch your your impact on the price of the beer in there or whatever. But that's basically, that's been surge pricing. That's been going on in that bar for a long, long time. Just more as like a joke than anything. But, yeah. um, I, you know, you to not know, to know that you have $6 in your pocket, you're going to pull into Wendy's and hope you get fed and to not be able to do it. I don't like that. No, if this is a terrible idea, yeah. and if restaurants, fast food chains start doing this, they're going to lose my business because right. that's that's ridiculous. What about surge listening? I feel like the more and more people listen to this program, the worse and worse we get. Cheaper in the morning.